Happy Cinco de Drinko, everybody. It's the Intoxicated Sports Ooh. Report. He's Gates Emoji. I'm Emerson Hip. It's a beautiful Friday in rainy Napa, California. Weird day. Weird day. You don't get rain on Cinco de Mayo very often. No. What are the odds? Cinco de Mayo on a Friday happens, what, every seven years? Right. Maybe it depends on the leap year. Could even fuck that up. And, and Yeah. But yeah. We're Good here. Call. We're drinking. Let me take a guess. Mezcal margaritas. Yeah. The little half mezcal, half tequila. Okay. Yeah. What made you want to go back half and half? Yeah, just mix it up. Okay. Didn't feel like going full, full blown mascal, you know. Okay. Cheers. Okay. Cheers. It's been, it's been a long time since we've been on. <laughs> uh, let's see. Like, didn't try and count. I think it's been did I see eleven it? days. It was like the twenty eighth last time we had an episode. Sounds about right. And we are at. No, it might have been longer than that. It might have been the twenty fourth. We. Anyways. We, yeah, because of my dad's birthday. It was twenty fourth. We wanted to do it. On Monday, but Monday em- would have been perfect. Emerson and I had a long weekend. <laughs> oh my god, it was a long weekend. Yeah. Game seven. Oh, we we drank, and I will. I woke up pretty hungover on that Sunday. Oh yeah, and we drank here with Danny, right. you, and Garrett. Right. On Saturday. Yeah. I mean, James, and James. And James. Yeah. And James. <laughs> yeah. And James. <laughs> the next day, game seven. So we had game seven was a twelve, mind you. Right. So it wasn't like we can do, we just check it off quick. Yeah. No. <laughs> No room for for a breath there. Not one bit. I only drank one beer during that game. I waited a while. I was drinking. I don't know if you noticed, but I was drinking a lot of those mini waters that they uh, had. Yeah. I had to. I was just. I had to eat some food first, and I had to drink some water. And after that, I had a couple beers. I had to calm the nerves a little bit. Yeah. And then Sunday, it was. I finally got to see Nick. I know you'd seen him on the Wednesday before. Right. Really nice to see him. Him and his fiance now fiance yeah. are they're engaged. Eventual guest of the show, Nicholas Warren. He's Eventual. engaged. Oh, he's a, yeah, he's he'll be a guest of the show. <laughs> Congratulations to him. Love that. I was just so incredibly happy when I saw the post. And yeah. kind of had a feeling it would happen, and you mentioned it in the group chat in a very sly way. And I was like, oh, it's happening. <laughs> yeah. It's like, yeah, confirmed. <laughs> and then we drank, you know, Bilko's. Did some beers and. Beers, Pally's. Pally's was a, was a hoot. Downtown Joe's. I forgot we went to Joe's. And it wasn't so much, like, I feel like I was more hungover on Sunday afternoon. I would agree Sunday. with you. Yeah, Sunday morning, yeah. But still, it was just like, you know what? The culmination of the weekend. Exactly. Just, yeah. I couldn't have said it better myself. I, I'm trying to remember. Oh, and then even Friday night, we were hanging out here having drinks, mm-hmm. watching watching the Kings. Warriors. Yes. It was, it was a long <laughs> drinking was, weekend. We just didn't stop. And then so we said, hey, we'll do it Thursday. And then I saw the schedule for the Warriors. And I, told, I texted Emerson. I was like, you know what? I see that the game is on at six, yeah. and I know it's kind of when we get the ball rolling for all this. Right. And I was like, you know what? I'll push it one more day. So that's right. what we're doing it on a Friday on Cinco de Mayo. I was gonna say to you, like, if you didn't didn't propose at first, I was gonna be like, yo, either we're watching the game and doing it after, which would have been like nine o'clock, or we're doing it Friday. <laughs> yeah, and I wouldn't expect us to be. You would be able to concentrate. I, I wouldn't. Yeah, I'd just I'd be like, you know, rubbernecking the whole no, time. I get, it, I get. It. <laughs> so that's what we're doing on a Friday. That's why we were late. We appreciate your patience. Yes. We are here nonetheless. Happy to be here. And you know, with the the show having a drinking quality to it, it's nice that we're doing it on a drinking co- holiday. Yeah, you know, it's I not like really that. a drinking holiday, like but you know, sick of the mile you drink. But even <laughs> us, we are mortal, and we need our days off from drinking, mm. just like everybody else. Oh yeah, I took a took a few day hiatus for for a little bit just to regroup. I think I had one margarita at Devin's house throughout this week. Really? It's the first time I've really drank since. <laughs> Sunday. Yeah, I had some drinks yesterday during the game, but yeah, yeah it's that was my first time really getting getting it going. Proud of myself. <clears throat> Proud of us. Yeah, we're doing great. We're doing. We are doing great. 
We're doing it. Um, do you know what Cinco de Mayo is? Like why why they do it? Yeah, it was the day that they the Mexicans beat the French in a war. I'll take your word for it because I think most people think that it's Mexican Independence Day. Not the truth. No, not true. It was it was a big it was a big day, but it's not the like Mexican Independence Day is in September. Yes. No. Yes. But even like my boss said, who was Mexican, that Mexicans still will celebrate Cinco de Mayo, uh, just like any white person. Yeah, anyone, anyone wants a reason to celebrate if they, yeah. can, if they can get it. And now I think about it, you know, my boss <clears throat> took tomorrow off. I see what's going on here. Yeah. <laughs> I see what's going on. Yeah. You know, because my, my boss, she likes to get, she likes to, you get know. Get a little swasty. Get a little, get down, you know. <laughs> so I'm, now I'm thinking, wait. Oh, she, she took Saturday off because she knows she's going to feel like shit tomorrow. <laughs> hey, I respect it. Yeah. I respect it. I didn't think that far ahead. Good job. Smooth thinking there. Um, yeah, I felt like I was going to say something, but what do we got going on today? Uh, we have some MLB. We still have the draft to talk about because it's been that long know, since right? we've been here. It you literally know? was happening the day after. Go ahead. <laughs> How about them? <laughs> NHL playoffs. Emerson will tell you all about that. Boston Bruins, they kind of stink. And, of See course, ya. the bulk of the show, the NBA playoffs. <laughs> Not as sad as I was last or a few days ago, I'll tell you that. Yeah, I wish we would have done it a few days ago. <laughs> if we would have just had it like super raw right after right after the game. Mm. Oh, right after? Well, not maybe not right well, after. No, I, but I, next day. I would almost prefer us, you know, I know it's really hard for us to do that. But for us to be able to give like almost live reactions. Give like po- yeah, post game yeah. reactions because it would be a lot different. Maybe we need to start trying that out in the future. Yeah, and you know, we could we could just say, "Hey, you know, we have this big game." And we're going to do it, we're going to prepare to do it no matter what, no matter how much we've been drinking yeah. <laughs> during the game. Doesn't matter where we're at, yeah. we can just sit at a, a table somewhere and just right. talk about it. I think we should, we should maybe give it a shot. Because that would be, like, I would I would have been, it wouldn't have been how I felt after the Cowboys-Niners playoff game the last two years. Yeah. But I still would have been pretty hot and given my honest, yeah. like... Sometimes it's nice to just get a just nice raw opinion, oh, yeah. like, yeah, no time to really digest it. I guess what we can even do is, could we hypothetically record it without doing it on here, or do you have to record it, what we say, through the app to get on the podcast, to, to do the podcast? To, to, yeah, I think to publish it, we'd have to do it through the app. But, uh, I mean, if I have my phone... Oh, that's it. right, because you don't have to publish it right then and there. You can just no, keep I just it. hold it, yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. <clears throat> so, yeah, maybe we'll start trying that. I think yeah, that'd be a little better be fun. Yeah. A little better for the fans. And it wouldn't, yeah, it wouldn't necessarily be like a full episode. We'd just give a reaction on Yeah, it'd be maybe 15 minutes, yeah. depending on... I know how much we want to rant. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, yeah, let's start with baseball. Um, this is going to be short, but uh, I am going to declare. So, we were big Rowdy Tullis fans, right? Yes. And we know her cousin, or his cousin, sorry. It was a girl. <laughs> it was a girl, yes. Um, Alex. And uh, actually going to the game tomorrow. We're going to see the Giants play the Brewers. There you go. Hopefully the uh, weather's nice. Yes. Fingers crossed on that. Um, which is cool, but... The all-star campaign that we are starting, I know the Brewers are going to do their own all-star campaign for them. We're starting but first. We're starting now. The voting hasn't started yet, but I'm just getting the word out right now. The Rowdy Tellez all-star campaign is beginning. Starts now. Yes. We got to start posting about it. Yes. Start telling people about it. Vote, vote, vote. I don't think I've ever voted on a computer for any player ever, but really? we're going to do it for him. <laughs> hey, let's go, baby. He is second in the National League among first baseman in slugging percentage and third in OPS. So he's having an all-star type season so far. I like that. It's early, but still time to improve as well. Did you see Brett saw Rowdy Tillis play against the, yeah. the Rockies? Yeah. He, he sent me a picture. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah I'm going to see him on Saturday, <laughs> baby. <laughs> so we all know, 
I've said future bull prediction, future guests of the show. Right. Let's hope that can really happen. He doesn't have to, he doesn't have to physically be here with us. That'd be sick though. You got to bring him a shirt and hat. It's not going to fit him, <laughs> but just just as, as a, a sentiment. Yeah. You got to bring it to him. Yeah, I think it'd be that'd be necessary. Because you think you think you guys are going to say hi to him? Like, is Alex and her brother going to say I'm hi not to him? I'm not betting on that so? at all. No. Oh, okay. I honestly, I mean, they could be really close, but I don't know how close they are at all. Gotcha. I haven't ever asked her that. Okay. So. Okay. Well, that changes things. Yeah. But uh, exciting nonetheless that we're going to go see him. Does she have a Teles jersey? If I was her, I'd be kidding. Oh, I'd, yeah. I'd, I'd be lit. stripped with a jersey. Yeah. Yeah. Um. But yeah, should be fun. Is Alex a Giants fan? Do we know? No, I think she's like a Yankees fan. <laughs> she's one of them. God. I know, right? Might have to... God, can, you, can we find this out tomorrow? I'm I'm almost positive I heard her say that she was a Yankees fan. I'm like, really? Come on now. And she's a Cowboys fan, so she's one of those. Well, that's okay. Nah. <laughs> no, I don't know. I don't know that. She's from here. Does she root for the Lakers, too? <laughs> Probably doesn't watch basketball. <laughs> she root for the Lakers, too? Uh, she is a Cowboys fan. If she's a Yankee fan, it's not a good look at all. I'm almost positive she is. I'll, I'll confirm that tomorrow. Bad. That's, that's bad news right oh, there. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> but you know if she's a Warriors if she's a Warriors fan to me that's worse you know she's a Warriors well yeah I mean I, I can see where you're coming from that one but I guess overall if you're a Yankee Cowboy and Laker fan that's as bad as it gets because those are bigger overall it's, it's the three biggest brands in the sports right arguably right yeah Canadians too you, we, we, <laughs> like what 27, right. 27 or maybe Red Wings that's more recent one <laughs> so you gotta, you gotta let me know Yes, I, I will. I will find that out. Maybe post it on our ISR account and ask her, Alex, who do you root for? Yeah, she's like the Yankees. Go Brewers, go Yankees. That's <laughs> 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 okay. It's okay. Yeah. We shouldn't make fun of her. No, she's nice. Should. She's a nice person. You're going to the game with her tomorrow, so you should not be. I'm paying for my ticket though. Well, of course. Because if you weren't paying for your ticket, that'd be different. Yeah, right? I, I would, probably wouldn't wear my Giants gear. <laughs> <clears throat> You know what's funny is I, at my work, actually, I've been collecting, I have this little collection of jerseys that are kind of stained and soiled mm-hmm. and all that because we don't sell things like that. Mm-hmm. And one of them is an old school Brewers jersey. Really? Yeah. Does it have a name on it? No, I think it just has number 40 on it. Nice. But, I mean, it's it's pretty big, too. But, I mean, if you want to just throw a jersey on it. Or, you know, <laughs> That'd be funny. Just wear both. Have them sign it. Just live <laughs> yeah. in your jersey, but sign it. Yeah. Uh, so something we're going to do, or I'm going to do at the end of each month I is, uh, yeah, you want to give your own Giants of the month? I, yeah, just, yeah, but yeah. Yeah, we can do it together. Yeah. Did you do any preparation for this yourself? For I was, this month? I, well, I think I, I would just say Joey Barb. I think you'd probably pick him too. <laughs> no, it's not going to be Joey Barb for me, but. As, well, if we're doing it right, like today, right now. Yeah. I mean, I did like a bunch of research before I did this. Oh, okay. Yeah. But if you want to give your own, then, then go for it. Well, shooting off, shooting from the hip, I'm going Joey Bart. Right? Joey Bart, all right, I love it. As of right now, Bart train. <clears throat> um, so the way I'm going to do it is I'm going to have a pitcher and a hitter each okay, month, okay, and some honorable mentions as well because that's always you know nice to throw out other names. Um, yeah, you don't have to look at how nerdy I am. No, that's okay. I like it. I dig it. I really like it. You enjoy doing this. That's what yeah. I like about this. Yeah. I'm not going to go this far. Okay. I'm going to go off what the radio guys tell me. Gotcha. There you go. I dig it. Um, so Giants went 11 and 16 in the month, month of April, including the one game in March as well. So we'll, we'll put that as, all as one month. Look at the Giants climbing back up a little bit. <laughs> yeah, they were down bad. They were down real and how's bad. how's the division looking right now? Uh, the Dodgers are getting hot, unfortunately. Yeah. So they're starting to pull away. But uh, I think Pull Giants, away already? Well, I, oh, okay. Gotcha. Giants are still only like five games out of first place. I see. 
Um, so, from a hitter standpoint, Tyro Shada is player of the month for the Giants for sure. Uh, he hit three forty six, nice three ninety three on base percentage, stole eight out of nine bases in uh, in the month of April, and was eleventh in Major League Baseball in wins above replacement with one point three. Pretty nice month for Tyro. Yeah, he he like. Uh, was growing on me last year, and, and this year I think he's establishing himself as my favorite guy. I mean, how can he not grow on you after we saw him? Well, the walk-off home run. That walk-off sick. bomb. Yeah, pimped it a little bit, too. <laughs> um, so, yeah, Tyro, great month. Um, honorable mentions, J.D. Davis had a nice month, hit six homers, led the team. Uh, Lamont Wade Jr. was awesome as well. Um, and then Mike Yastrzemski had a nice month as, as well. Mike, 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 Mike. Guess what day it is. <clears throat> Pitcher of the month, Alex Cobb. It was I was torn between him and Discofani. Discofani is my honorable mention, but Alex Cobb, thirty three innings, two point four three ERA, had that complete game shutout uh, a couple weeks ago, which was beautiful. Um, him and Discofani have been just absolute strike throwers. Only less than three percent walk rate for both of them, uh, which is nice to see. Yeah. I always like strikes. When guys are walking people left and right, that's the worst thing to watch in baseball. Especially when they walk a guy on ball four when it's a pitch violation. Oh, well, fucking Camilo Duvall. <laughs> That guy can be tough. <laughs> um, but, yeah. Interesting. Well, I, think, I, think, I think one of the Rogers brothers did it, too. I think you might be right, yeah. I think it was Taylor. Yeah. He's been rough. But he's getting better lately. He's a new Roger brother, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, but, yeah. Weird month for the Giants. They had, like, obviously that really tough stretch where they lost, like, seven out of eight. And then they won five in a row. And then they lost four in a row. So, they're all over the place. But... It it smells like 500 to me. Totally. I mean, for the, for the season. There are things that they do really well and the things that they do absolutely terribly. <laughs> I mean, they, they're in the month of April, they hit 46 home runs, which is third most in Major League Jeez. Baseball. But yet they struck out more at a higher rate than any other team, and they had the 26th best batting average running scoring position. Oh, there we go. So, like, that's not going to win you ballgames, no. unfortunately. No. Home runs are great, but you got to do the rest of it uh, just as well. Home runs, home runs are great. Strikeouts are not great. So yeah. you got to just kind of get that happy medium. Right. Yeah, they're, they're very much, uh, if you watch Giants broadcast, Mike Kruko will say outhouse or castle. That is them. <laughs> <laughs> I think I've heard him say that, and it's, it's a great analogy. Yeah, it's, it's it really beautiful. Is. Beautiful. It really just paints a picture for you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> outhouse or castle. Yeah. Also, the starting pitching was was really good. I mean, seventh best ERA in baseball in, in April, but the bullpen was horrible. Over six ERA, which is 28th best. That's not going to get it done. And I'm calling on Farhan to call the Royals about Aroldis Chapman because that boy is back and he's nasty and <laughs> he's, he's on, on a one-year he's contract. He's on steroids. <laughs> Maybe so. Who knows? <laughs> nah, I'm not going to throw it out there. That's me just acting like an ass. But fuck it. If he hasn't got caught yet, then he's fine. <laughs> <laughs> It's a good way to put it. Yeah. It's a good way to put it. Give him the call, Farhan. How old is Roldis Chapman now? Uh, he's like 35, I think. But he's still got gas, huh? Well, he had a really rough couple of years in New York, and then uh, uh, I was actually watching this video on Twitter that he went to some pitching coach that kind of got his mechanics back in order, hmm. and that's why he's pitching well again. Throwing harder again. There we go. So there's that. Giants of the month. I love it. On to the NFL. Like we said, the NFL draft happened. Uh, Carolina drafted Bryce Young, number one. Any surprises there? Not really. I think no. we both predicted that last week. He's Even though we were torn throughout the whole draft process. but I believe he's in word number nine. How do you feel about that? It's a good number. He was nine in college, so it's I like number. that. Good number. 
Uh, Houston had the number two pick, drafted C.J. Stroud. Yeah. That's what Not they're... super shocking, but I don't know. But they needed a quarterback. But what was surprising is they traded up to number three to draft Will Anderson. Yeah, it's back-to-back top three picks. That's pretty cool. I love what your boy, give me his name. D'Amico Ryan. D'Amico Ryan's doing. You know, he's like, I want my quarterback. And I, I want, want my edge rusher. I want the head of my defense. Yep. I mean, how often do you really see that? I can't say I can remember any any picking back to back that high. Picking back to back that high and getting your quarterback and getting an edge rusher. Yeah, that's right. Uh, edge rusher, big moves. Yeah, yeah, he's a pass rusher. And D'Amico Ryan's himself not only was a D coordinator for your Niners, but he played for the Texans as, right. as a defensive player. Right. Anthony Richardson out of Florida went number four to the Colts. That one was a little bit of a surprise. I don't know if everyone felt like the Colts were for sure going quarterback. But. I don't know a lot about Anthony Richardson. I've seen what he looks like. He does seem like he has like that Cam Newton-type body to him. Yeah. A lot of people have said he's somewhere in between Cam and Lamar because he's maybe a little shiftier than Cam but mm-hmm. more physical than Lamar. Um, but it sounds like he's a pretty raw prospect at this point. Frank Reich, he's, he, he knows what he's doing with his quarterback, so maybe you know, he yeah. figured yeah. out with this guy. My Cowboys. Well, no, the- Frank Reich's not there anymore. He's with the Panthers now. Oh, you're right. Are, yeah? Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, who is the my Colts bad, coach now? Bad. I forget who the Colts hired. Colts coach. Yeah, yeah, I'm totally wrong on that one. Thank yeah. you for yeah. thank you for that. My Cowboys picked like 22nd, 26th. <laughs> yeah, something like that. They got uh, that shirtless dude. They picked, yeah. <laughs> that was <laughs> so, so weird. <laughs> defensive tackle Mazzy Smith or Mozzie Smith from Michigan with their first round pick. Yeah, the one thing that we were texting about is it seemed like every like, you know when you're watching the draft if you watch the draft yeah. they you know they show the person their name or they show the name the person and they're kind of doing a thing with a the football they're kind of like flexing on yeah, you, you know? yeah this dude had no shirt on the whole time <laughs> and he's like not to be rude but he's fat <laughs> <laughs> he's not he's he doesn't look like he's in shape no not at all I mean this man's a professional football player now no. so he's probably in some some kind of good shape but he does not look like if you saw him. At a McDonald's, you'd be like, oh, this guy's... He's just another dude. He's just another dude. Yeah. But hopefully that's not the case for the Cowboys' defensive line. I do like this pick by the Cowboys. I will never get mad about the Cowboys picking defensive players. That's kind of a position, I feel like, because they have um, Lawrence. Lawrence. Don't they have another pass rusher there? Oh, well, Micah Parsons. Micah Parsons. But they don't really have a guy in the middle that's, that's so, dominant, so maybe this could be that guy. Yeah. You know, we were texting each other, and I think I said on the, on the next podcast, I will take three straight shots in a row if Jerry Jones, because I thought he might have done it just because Jerry Jones loves his tall, white quarterbacks. Oh, yeah. You know, he's thinking like, oh, this could be my next Troy right here. <laughs> I thought he was going to get Will Levis. Didn't happen. He could have still got him at the position that they drafted, which was, I guess, a little surprising. Well, I mean, most of the draft guys it didn't seem like it was surprising, but yeah. clearly... But the, at the same time, a lot of people talked about like how he was not a complete player. You know, He was just mm. had a big arm. Yeah. So it shouldn't have been that, that much of a shock. I had, I, t- I had this bet with you knowing the Cowboys probably wouldn't be that dumb right. to do something like that. <laughs> but I thought it'd just be, be a little fun to do that something was like fun. that. Yeah. Cowboys also got a tight end, which I forgot to mention about last week or a week and a half ago when you asked me what the Cowboys needed. They got Luke Schoonmaker, tight end out of Michigan. Yeah. I, you know, I think I remember him. He made some plays for Michigan. And then in the sixth round, they drafted Deuce Vaughn, running back out of Kansas State. And he he was good at Kansas State. He was, yeah. He's a little short dude. Yeah. He was there for a while, and I think hopefully him and Tony Pollard will be a good running back tandem. Right. I kind of feel like they still need a, a big back, though, because yeah. none, none of those guys are, are goal line type players. No, but. so we'll see. We'll see. 
But Deuce Vaughn's dad is a coach or is is in the I think he's Cowboys, in the Cowboys organization. organization in some fashion. I don't know exactly yeah. what he does, but yeah. that's yeah, that's a cool. It's pretty story. cool. Yeah, that's a great story. And he made the call when they drafted him. I don't know if you saw that video. Oh, I didn't. Did yeah, he? Yeah. Really? It's pretty cool. He's like, "Hey, you want to come to work with me?" <laughs> really? He's a, yeah. Oh, I missed it. I gotta, pretty, yeah. I gotta see that. That's really it's somewhere. Cool. I almost sent it to you on Instagram, but I figured you probably would have saw it. No, I didn't. I gotta yeah. watch that. That's cool. So, congrats to him and his dad. It's gotta be cool. Yeah. I mean, that's just that's gotta be the ultimate full circle moment. I'm sure his dad was with him for every practice, right? Every oh, yeah. every Pop Warner game growing up. I need. I want to find out what he actually does for yeah. the team. Are you ready for a beer? Actually, not yet. I'm good though. Kind of <clears throat> a rare sighting for me. I'm taking my time on a drink. Can you believe that? It doesn't happen very good often. Good for you. <laughs> doesn't really happen very often. Proud moment. Um, the Ravens. They finally agreed to terms with Lamar Jackson. Five years, two hundred sixty million dollars. 185 million guaranteed. That sounds like a pretty damn good payday to me. Yeah. I like I love how these numbers are just a little bit higher than Jalen Hurts's. Yeah. Not not terribly surprising. Ravens probably said, "Hey, we won't give everything fully guaranteed, but we'll make you the highest right. guaranteed player yeah. ever." And Lamar's like, "You know what? How can I say no?" You know what? In the end, I thought Lamar was being stupid, but he won. He won. He absolutely he won. won. He proved everybody wrong. He got his deal. Yeah. Is this the deal that exactly that he wanted? Probably not. That's pretty fucking good, though. Yeah. I mean, he's the highest paid player. What can you, what, yeah. what can you really ask for? He's set in the market. I, yeah, I'm happy for him. That's I'm great. just ready for the uh, the dominoes to keep falling. Like, Joe Burrow is going to get paid fat. Patrick Mahomes is probably going to get his deal restructured, I would imagine. As he should. Yeah. If anybody deserves, and I think we said this last week or whatever, anybody deserves <clears> to get... Be the highest paid player in the league or ever. Absolutely, Patrick Mahomes. No doubt. No doubt about it. You know what the guy does? He wins Super Bowls, plural, more than one. <laughs> My Niners got a kicker. I was gonna. <laughs> I was like, just about to say, how about your Niners? Did you even put your Niners on here? Yeah, I mean, they well, did draft they, the third round. Yeah, they picked like what ninety nine, one hundred one. Yeah. Although 101. they did move up with with one of those picks to like the mid eighties. They got a safety. John, I'm cool with that. Out of Penn State, forget his name. But and let me tell you, John Lund on KMBR was not happy about this Niners kicker pick. Tell him to suck it. <laughs> you should call him and be like, "Hey, my buddy says to suck it." <laughs> well, you don't do Collins. But that'd be great. Yeah. I mean, kickers are needed. You don't see kickers really going that early, per se. Okay, he's the best, highest ranked kicker in this draft class. He clearly has a leg because he showed that he could hit a 59-yarder in the semifinals last year. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're letting Robbie Gold go. And he's going to be cheap for the next four years. Whatever. Like, why is it such a big deal? You know, the, the Niners have such a good football team all round that they, they can afford to get a kicker in the third round. Honestly, they could. Yeah, I, because I agree. Th- you, could, you could say they, they have in every position. Quarterback right now is probably the only one that's it's like glaring, if you the, will, the yeah. iffiest one. That that and like maybe some of the some of the offensive line, but so I'm I'm okay with Niners getting a kicker. In the I I was a little shocked and semi disappointed that they didn't draft an offensive lineman. I know you can always sign undrafted players, but those guys usually don't make an impact. So yeah, I feel like offensive linemen you need to draft or they're, I draft or, one every year at, at least, or you know? the, or, the, or a free agent like like yeah. Or you know, like one that you can get through trade, right? And maybe it's because they did they did pick up some like uh, backup type offensive linemen in free agency, and maybe they're just like you know we don't really want to trust 
a young offensive lineman or we don't have the time to develop a, a young offensive lineman, so we're just going to go with the best player available throughout the draft. You see your 49ers are just – they're sitting courtside, all these Warriors players. I know, dude. McCaffrey and Kittle are just loving life. And Sam Darnold was in the last game. Slam. Don't forget about Slam. 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 Don't forget forget about him. I do like how Clay went over to him and he dapped up Sam Darnold first. (laughs) But they're both like kind of LA LA, It's that LA connection. Both LA guys, yeah. You know, I want to save it for last call. It's the only thing I had. I'm going to save it. I'm going to save it. Okay. I'm going to save it. (laughs) But I am going to be coming back to the Niners for last call. I'm going to give you a little. I I hope it's good. Oh, it'll be good. I uh, did see Bro Montana was there as well. <laughs> and that's why the Warriors kicked ass. <laughs> yeah. How can you lose when... When the goat's in the house? <laughs> when Joe's in the house. <laughs> Joe, cool. We haven't mentioned that we're watching the... Yeah, Nuggets. Nuggets, Nuggets and Suns. Look at the Suns, up 45 to 39. Must win. It's a must win. Absolute must win. It's a must win because the Nuggets are up 2-0. Yeah. And I don't think any team's ever come back from a 3-0 deficit in playoff history. Correct the window. So it's a must win. Yep. And if you're, I mean, we'll get, we'll get, no, we'll get to that. Never mind. We'll get yeah. to it. We'll get to it. Uh, pull this up just for Byron. NHL, tell us about Woo-hoo! it. So the Boston Bruins, after we gave them their flowers for setting the all-time record for points in the season, best record, whatever you want to call it, they are out. Took a 3-1 series lead against Florida. They're at 3-1. 3-1. Oh, and Florida, three straight. Also tied game seven late. In the third period and won it in overtime. Which we Epic were, series. Which we were kind of keeping an eye on, at least I was, when we were at Bilko's. Right. I missed the end of it, and then I asked you, I was like, hey, who won? And you are like, Florida. I'm like, are you serious? Yeah. He's like, yeah, yeah. I was trying to, I honestly, I was trying to think of something smart-ass to say when you asked me that question, but it didn't come to me. <laughs> which is rare, because it always does. So, the, so the, the Bruins, <clears throat> I, I was actually going to mention this in the last call, but I know we're going to talk about this anyways. Yeah. They now join the list of teams that have the best regular season in their sports history, at least American sports, to not win the championship. Yeah. You know, they're kind of more in the realm of the Seattle Mariners, who had the best record of all time in baseball and lost in the first round. The first round, the second round. Yeah, first round, I think it was. Because at least the Warriors and the Patriots. They went all all the way to the championship. Went all the way. You know, the Warriors literally went as far as you can go. Yeah. Obviously, we know Probably game seven. Game seven, yeah. yeah. But the Bruins, man, that's... As a fan, and obviously as a, you know... A member of the team, that's gotta be the biggest gut punch. Like you're telling me we did all of this and we right. dominated the season all through all throughout. Just to lose to we're the so that means they're the eighth seed. The eighth seed. Pretty much. Yeah. Essentially. Yeah. Hockey playoffs are set up weird, but they're they are the eighth seed in the East. I imagine if the Bruins were have the best record, they're playing the, the worst. Lowest, team. You're right. Correct. So that is I mean, I have no sympathy for Boston fans, let me tell you. <laughs> yeah, right. Not one bit. <laughs> Sorry, I just don't. Yeah. But man, I it's 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 almost a curse at this point. You don't want to go for any kind of any kind of it, record that makes you the best team ever in regular right. season. You just don't. There's that, and there's also the hockey has become there's becoming a trend of having like a really awesome regular season and getting that top seed does not bode well for you in the playoffs. I mean, we've seen Tampa Bay get swept by an eighth seed with a great regular season. We saw Florida I think, <laughs> last year, yeah, just swept. last year, put up like 120 points and losing the first round, first or second round. So it's yeah. I think uh, it's not necessarily the best thing to put together a great regular season. You got to have just a, a complete team, I guess. Mm-hmm. I don't well, know what the I don't know what the the remedy is, but <laughs> well, I think we saw I, I I saw this 
statistic on <clears throat> the Panthers versus the Bruins. Mm-hmm. And I think the Panthers had beaten them, including the playoffs, it was, what, seven times or five times? You know, because they beat them, obviously, four times in the series. Oh, right, right. Oh, or this season. This season. That's yes, right, that's right. Yeah. Or it was, like, six times. Yeah. So it kind of, they kind of, in a way, had their number. You can't, really, bit, yeah. you can't really explain it. Right. Yeah, maybe it was just a bad matchup. Because I can't imagine the Bruins lost to teams multiple times. Yeah, I mean, they only lost 17 times total with some of those coming in overtime. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's a tough scene. Fuck them. Yeah, it's it's, it's (laughs) Boston. That video I sent you of that guy from Barstool. Oh, what a wanker. He was like, people have no idea how much Boston sports fans have gone through when it comes to losing big playoff games. And yeah, I mean... I mean, the only reason why you go through so much as a Boston sports fan is because you guys are constantly there. Literally. You guys are always in the mix. Every one of every All four of their franchises have won a championship since 2008. So fuck off yeah. with that noise. That is garbage. That's a good point. Did, <laughs> all did, four of them. Did the Bruins and the Celtics both win it the same year? The Bruins won in 08, right? And, and then the Celtics, or sorry, the Celtics in 08. Mm-hmm. Bruins won in like 2011, I oh, think. okay. Gotcha. Yeah. No sympathy. No. no. Sorry, Dave Portnoy, I'm sorry. Yeah. I respect you, kind of, but no. Oh, the Patriots only won six? Bummer. <laughs> like, they should have, they should have, Brady should have won nine. Yeah. <laughs> or, yeah, Brady should have beat Foles and Eli twice. Right. Give me a fucking break. Like, he mentioned 18 and one when they lost to the yeah. Giants first time. I'm He's, so hey, sad for hey, you. And, and then he said Manningham. Yeah. Like, you're like, <laughs> Like, yeah, if I'm, if I'm a fan and I see that catch, I mean, the David Tyree yeah. one was outrageous. But the one, that dying Eli Manning yeah. sideline to Mario Manningham. Right. But are you telling me that the other six don't make up for it? Like, yeah. give me a break. Like, I'm not over here complaining about the Warriors losing in the perfect, in the 73-9 season. It's an embarrassment of riches. Yeah. <laughs> it's being rich and embarrassing yourself. <laughs> That's what it really is. So fuck off. Boston. On that note, it's time for Adela. Yeah. And these are the Negras. Negra, I'm gonna Adela. You, go, you haven't had Negras in years. Just, so I don't feel like I see them in the stores that often, but I went to Lawler's and it was just, it looked at me. It, eye contact was made with the with the Negras. So it's like, yeah, you know, you've, you've always been on the hype of the dark beers. Like, don't you like, or was that Nick, like Bohemias? Did you like, you like Bohemias? Bohemias are good. Are they dark? Are they an amber? I can't remember. Maybe they're in a dark bottle, aren't they? They're in a dark bottle. I think they're light, though. Oh, I think okay. they're light. This is a darker beer, though. This is uh, like a amber lager. Let's I don't see, know what I'm they really call it. A long time. It's a little. It's got a little maltiness to it, but it's still relatively easy to drink. It's probably better in a can. <laughs> Wrong. Probably better on draft. Ooh, that's good. I was yeah. talking to my boss about Modelo's, and she was like, "I told her we're doing the podcast today," and she's like, "Oh, what are you guys going to drink on, on the podcast?" I was like, well, probably, we're probably have margaritas and Modelo's. Yeah. <laughs> and she's like, oh, you guys drink Modelo's? I'm like, oh, yeah, my buddy loves them. And I was like, we always have this argument about. If it's better than the bottle of the can. Yeah. She, she said she likes it better than the bottle, but when she's feeling cheap, she'll get it in the can. That's fair. So. That is fair. We'd have Modelo's on uh, ISR Jail, did we? No, we, we thought about it. Okay, good. But we love the conversation yes, so much. We, we <laughs> it, has, it hasn't gotten that old yet. We really need to make a poll just to, just to get a. Feel for our fans. Yeah, I'll, I'll lose that poll, but it's fine. <laughs> so at least you admit it. People will go against me on purpose. <laughs> I've become know. that part of this podcast. <laughs> I don't know about that. But maybe. You do root for the the, the non warriors and non <laughs> and non niners, but sorry, I've just, I've just been doing it since I was five. 
<laughs> All right, back back to business. Uh, the Toronto Maple Leafs, they finally got over the hump. They beat the Tampa Bay Lightning the first round. Um, first playoff series win since 2004. Ooh, you think Elise is juiced right now? Oh, she, she, I hope she popped a bottle of something. <laughs> For the first round? <laughs> Who does she think she is, you and Danny? <laughs> Uh, but that's huge for them. I mean, Tampa Bay has been their kryptonite. They faced them in the first round. I feel like this oh, might really? be three years in a row that they faced them in the first round. Oh, so good for them. Yeah, so they finally finally got it done. Um, also, defending champs, the Avalanche, they're out. Got ousted by the Kraken. Kraken their first uh, series win in franchise history. Good for Seattle. Yeah. Good for Seattle. Yeah. Um, and round two, of course, is underway. In the East, we got the Panthers, who are leading the Maple Leafs already 2-0. Look at the Panthers! Winning both those games on the road, and they're heading to Florida for Game 3. Wow, are they going to go to the conference title game? I know, I mean... they made conference s- title series? Com- yeah, conference, yeah, conference finals. Yeah. Um, Florida made some, some uh, questionable trades, but at this point, it's looking pretty good. Halfway there. Yeah. I can hear my mom yelling. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so yeah, good for them. Um, also we got on the other side is Hurricanes, uh, and Devils. They played game two tonight and Hurricanes are in complete control of that series. That's a whole lot of black and red going on. Yeah, right. It's a lot of black and red. (laughs) Yeah. Two nothing series lead for the Canes. Brent Burns playing for the Canes. Timo Meyer came back for the Devils today. Timo. So, so obviously (laughs) you saw Timo get steamrolled in that that game (laughs) against New York. Yeah. So. I, I just wonder what the what the vibes would be like if Brent Burns did that to him, former teammates. Ooh, that, that'd be friendly fire, right? <laughs> would, would it be all love or no? I, I did see Timo dap up the guy after the game uh, that hit him. If you're a true competitor, you gotta kind of have love for it because you because you, you you're in the heat of battle, right? You're, it's it's playoff hockey. We said it's a different animal, and it is. I read a lot about that hit though, and it was a lot of people are. are Felt like it was controversial in a way. Yeah. Because while it's legal, people don't think it should be because, I mean, he got absolutely torn up by that by that hit. It didn't look pretty. Yeah, like his, his uh, face shield busted his nose up. How do you think the Hurricanes fan base is in Carolina? I just feel like it'd be, it's a weird... I know. I feel like it's just... I mean, obviously, you know, San Jose is a weird spot too. Right. They've been... Uh, I mean, they won a cup in like 06 or something like that. Okay. They've been pretty darn competitive for a lot of our lifetime. But, yeah, it is interesting. I mean, they don't I, – I think they do play in Charlotte. So you got the Hornets. And you have the you Panthers. you got the Panthers. It's not like San Jose. And, yeah, San Jose fans do root for – The know, rest of the Bay Area. The rest teams. of the Bay Area. But it's like San Jose. There's no other – I mean, the earthquakes. Yeah. But earthquakes even smaller. Like, I would almost not even count that as a major yeah. sport. Like, that's what San Jose has. Right. You know, they have them and, like, the Spartans. Right. You know, if you have something good going in hockey, it's it's actually not hard to fill an arena because it's only, you know, you're talking about 18,000 seats yeah. on average per, per arena. So. I'm sure I'm sure the the Hurricanes do well. It's just hearing, you know, hockey in hockey Carolina. In Carolina. And yeah, same with Florida. Like, exactly. if the, if the, I will say probably if the Panthers aren't good, they're probably not drawing a crowd. No. Hurricanes might be in the same boat, but yeah. It is a weird area of the country for, for hockey. Over in the West, we got the Stars and the Kraken. Their series tied 1-1. That's heading back to Seattle for Game 3. Joe Pavelski had four goals in Game 1, and they lost, unbelievably. Isn't that crazy? What was the final score of that game? Uh, 5-4 in overtime. (laughs) Isn't that rough? Doing doing our boy Little Joe like that? So you think that's crazy. The next day, 
the Oilers played the King or played the uh, Knights. That is, and Leon Draisaitl for Edmonton scored four goals and they lost. How does that happen? Where's Connor McDavid at? He's is he a no mean, show? Is he a no show right he's now? He's not a total no show, but he's not uh, not performing to the level that he did in the regular season. Leon Draisaitl has been the best player for them by far, which he's a great player too. I'm sure the defense though is. I think we talked about it. Like, yeah, I mean, he's drawn the the that, top top assignments from the other team. You know, number ninety seven. Yeah, we got a guard. We're gonna yeah, we're keep him in front of you. <laughs> but uh, dude, the Golden Knights, get the fuck out of here, yeah. man! This is ridiculous. This kind of feels like that team that's that might get there this year. I don't know if they're gonna win it, but you did, I think you did call it. Did I, did yeah. I call it? Did I pick? Uh, I don't like that you did. <laughs> Who'd you pick? Um, I. If I'm remembering correctly, I think I picked Carolina over Calgary, and Calgary didn't even make the playoffs. Hey, Carolina, though. Carolina's there. All Looking right. good. So, yeah, next lead, the Oilers 1-0. I think, I think game three is on right now. So what we're wanting is the Hurricanes versus the Knights in a Stanley Cup. That'd be fun. For us. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be sick. That'd be cool, right? That'd be kind of cool. <laughs> sorry, Danny, about your Rangers. You're probably yeah. not listening to us, but sorry. Yeah. Danny was talking all this smack about, oh, hey, my Rangers... The yeah. Rangers picks looking pretty good right now. Eh, wrong. <laughs> Not even out of the first round. <laughs> See ya. <laughs> yeah. Nice, nice. Um, so, on the shark side of things, <laughs> we're we're on this end. <laughs> NFL or NHL draft lotteries on Monday. Sharks have the fourth best odds at the number one overall pick. Nine and a half percent chance. Come on. Come I told on. I told the boys. Everyone have a good day on May eighth. <laughs> Please. May 8th, everyone have a great day if you're a Sharks fan. Because there's this prodigy Emerson screaming about <laughs> yeah. that we need to get. Connor Bedard. Connor what? Bedard. Bedard. <laughs> yeah. If he could, yeah, dude, he could be a game changer. You never know. It's, I, I want to see it. If, if you like Connor McDavid, he put up Connor McDavid like stats in, in uh, the WHL, CHL, World Football okay. Place, yeah. Don't love the odds because are there, what, three other teams that have better odds than the Correct, Sharks right yeah. now? Unfortunately, our hated Ducks. Our number one, number one odds at eighteen. Oh, yeah. Hey, we'll, we'll see what happens. We'll right see what happens. Cross, baby. Because <clears throat> even getting number two picks not bad. But we shouldn't, you know, it's not. It's not like the number two guy is gonna be nearly as good as or right. supposed to be as good as the number yeah. one guy. Right, right. Okay. So yeah. So we're shooting for one. Shooting, shooting for number one. one. Okay. But we'll take what we get. You know. Yeah. Can't be too greedy. NBA. On to the NBA playoffs. Some NBA news. Joel Embiid wins the MVP, and I'm pretty sure... Nice call. I called this. Nice I call. I called this. Thank you. Thank you. Don't really know. Well, I think I think I called this back when I called it because he's he was due. Yeah. I didn't think Jokic would win a third one, even though he had a sensational year. I thought Giannis, he'd already won a couple. Didn't really think Steph would win one, even though he's had a great year, too. I just thought Joel Embiid was due. Absolutely. And, I, I called it. That's one of my better calls on this podcast. That was a good call. I mean, voter fatigue is a real thing. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I think that happened with Jokic. Yes. Um, and Joel had an amazing season, so good yeah. for you. Yeah. I wish I had a shot to take, but I don't. <laughs> Sorry. No, it's okay. It's okay. I, don't, I really don't. Really, I don't really need one. <laughs> we always need one, do you? <laughs> uh, the Bucks fire Mike Budenholzer. This See ya. came as a surprise to me. What say you? I saw this interesting stat, if you will. Wait, can I, can I try to guess it? Yeah. That since 2015, every coach not named Steve Kerr that's won the championship has been fired. Yeah. That's, it's pretty weird to think about. 
I mean, can the Warriors just fire Steve Kerr? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> My boy Nick Wright said, tweeted, wow, that seems like a bad, like bad news for Darvin Ham. Yeah. <laughs> Like, I, fuck you. I saw him tweet that. <laughs> Nick Rice, the ultimate troll. I respect him for it. I respect him for it. He's such a I do, I do like him, but he is annoying at the same time. So that means Ty Lue got fired, but obviously he's rehired with the Clippers. Yep. Nick Nurse just got fired by the Raptors. Right. He'll find a job. Oh, yeah. Easily. He might even get the, the Bucks job if they really, you know. That would be interesting. And Budenholzer, I don't... It's, I, he I, will I just, probably get hired. I just don't get this... Like yeah, they were the eighth, the one seed, and they lost to the eighth seed. But do we really think just firing them and is the, you know they won a championship two years ago? You know what's interesting though is if they didn't win the championship that year, he probably would have got fired that year, because it had been that you know we're constantly good in the regular season, but we just don't get it done in the in the postseason. And I don't like I'm not going to pretend to be a you know super analyst or anything, but I read that. They just don't like the fact that he doesn't make adjustments in the playoffs. So, <laughs> no one probably no one heard that, but <laughs> we'll, just, we'll just leave it there. <laughs> uh, um, it has, probably has to do with the Giants game. Yes, I guarantee it. <laughs> I'm glad we're not watching. Uh, that was pretty funny. Uh, I. That's it's two two. Well, what was I gonna say? <laughs> Whoever gets the Bucks job has it made. Oh, yeah. You're getting Giannis, even though you think he's gonna leave still. <laughs> well, it's still up there. Uh, uh, and right now, uh, Cinco, today, Cinco de Mayo, twenty twenty three. Can can I start the Giannis Antetokounmpo to be a Sacramento King train? Yeah, let's it's do a, it. <laughs> after this playoff series against the Warriors, it's exactly what the Kings need. Sabonis. Real, real defense, real defender down low, and who can rebound? Sabonis and six first round draft picks for Giannis. Let's go. Take it. Boom. <laughs> That'd King, be fucking sick. Kings making the, the playoffs <laughs> the next six years anyway, so it'll be a low draft pick. Do you or, think? Do or, you? Well, go ahead. No, yeah, yeah. I'm done. Do you think? <laughs> sorry. Do you think Giannis would be the type of guy that'd be like, I really want to play for a big market team, oh. like 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 the Knicks or something stupid like that. I mean, he's playing in Milwaukee right now, so yeah, I don't. That's really a think super so. small market. Um, I mean, but do, do you think but, that's something that he might covet if he wanted to leave the Bucks? Like he didn't think that there was another chance to win a championship there. Look at Boston. Look at Boston. Yeah, they did win today. Yep. <laughs> maybe it really just—he doesn't seem like a big ego guy. It, I think it would depend more on maybe if those teams could throw a lot more money at him. But I, I, it, for the most part, every team has has a, a cap. Has a cap on that. Has a cap on their team and on how much one can offer to a player. Like, there's, you can't spend more than a certain amount of money on a player. To answer the question, I would say no. I don't think he would value that or values that. Yeah. I could still see him doing it, though. I, I mean, Nick's, I is, see Nick's is just a, a, you know, throwing it out there. Yeah. But. You know, <clears throat> I mean, come to the state, come to California State Capitol, boy. Let's do it. <laughs> boy. <laughs> we need you. We need you. We need you. Oh, I'd get a Giannis jersey. On the spot. Yeah. Number 34, if he could wear that number. It's retired. Let him wear it anyways. Yeah. I don't think it is. Do they have retired numbers, many? They have a couple. A couple, yeah. Including the number six for the fan. It's like the number 12 for the Seahawks. Yeah, give, hey, the Kings have stunk for a long time. They need something for the fans. They need something for the fans to show up to games, okay? That's pretty lame. It is cool. <laughs> it is cool. You won't catch me wearing a six jersey. Yeah, I hope not. I don't think you'll catch many people wearing that. No. Yeah, you'd be surprised. I'm Have sure. you seen one before? No, I, I bet you there's more than you think. Yeah, maybe I more than you, I think. I bet but... you it's not as bad as the Seahawks 12s, 
Because I think oh, a lot yeah. of people wear those twelve. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. Because those fans are losers. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, me and Homer. Yeah, I was gonna say that's a very non-biased <laughs> opinion, right? <laughs> So on to... Oh, no, no. Sorry. Dylan Brooks is out of there. See ya. <laughs> See ya. Going to the Shanghai Sharks. <laughs> Ni hao. <laughs> Shaq said it, okay? It's all, it's all right. It's not racist. <laughs> Have fun playing with Jimmer. Uh, <laughs> I bet he'll be on the NBA team next year. Yeah, he will. I, I think, though, he needs to change his attitude and maybe just try to be like a poor man's Marcus Smart. Yeah. A very poor man's Mark Smart sounds like Dylan Brooks winning a Defensive Player of the Year award. Yeah. But kind of true for that. Stop talking shit. Stop talking shit about the, one of the greatest players of all time right. and then he puts 2020 on your head. Right. I, I think um, a lot of people defended him saying that this was a, sort of a cop-out by the Grizzlies trying to make him the... Um, <clears throat> yeah. Scapegoat? Scapegoat, yeah. Good, thank you. Um, <coughs> like the reason why they lost. Right. And I, I get why that's the narrative because it happened so fast. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, like, he, he asked for this. Like, he didn't really do much to help the Grizzlies win games when it, you know, when it came no. down to it. The dude can't shoot. Yeah. And he talked shit in the wrong times. And he, he didn't show up to media, uh, you know, obligations and afterwards. There's a difference between confidence and arrogance. Yeah. He doesn't have confidence. I mean, he probably has confidence because he's an NBA player. He's made it this far. But, he's made it further than a lot of other basketball players. But he just... What he's doing is coming off as arrogant, so. He's hurting his team. Yeah. He's not, he's not making the team better on the court and off the court. Right. If you're going to talk, you better walk a little bit, too. Yeah. And he doesn't walk much. Like, you know who deserves to talk shit on that team? John Moran. Yeah. You know, I'll, I'll, I'd, I'd even give you Steven Adams. I think Steven Adams is a good player, but he wouldn't do something like that. Like, you have to be a better player. He's a little smarter than that. Yeah. He'd be a better player. Yeah. I do think the Grizzlies, like, even though they seem immature, they're right there. Like, they, they have what it... They, they they were missing two of their best bigs like that that was a huge factor in that series versus the Lakers. They need a they need some a, like a shooter because I just don't. I mean Desmond Bain can shoot the ball. Yeah, but the fact that John but, Morant can't, Dylan Brooks couldn't. It's it's the most glaring weakness. Was it for sure? Uh, <clears throat> Jackson he could shoot a little bit. Yeah, but I mean he's also a big man. You kind of want him a little closer to the basket. They need a good wing. Yeah, they need a good win. I think you're right. I think I think it's what that's what they need to propel them to a serious championship contender. Right, no doubt. They're right there though, right there. All right, on to the real stuff, Gage. I'll give you the floor if you want. Okay, so Kings Warriors, as you guys know, happened on Sunday. The Warriors won in seven games. The home team won the first four games of the series, and the road team has won the last three. Oh, yeah, you can't. You can't you it's can't, it's you, weird. You can't make it up. It's almost like. It was too obvious that you would say the the home teams would win, and, and you just whatever you expected just went out the window. Uh, Steph Curry, <clears throat> you got to give it to him. He is he, he's he's one of the greatest players to ever do it. He he truly is. I've never really been a Steph Curry shit talker. I think you could. I'll, I'll joke about, it, but I've never. Really, yeah, I think I'm, most of it's you being a troll. If you a did. little bit, yeah. but yeah, but I mean, I really respect the man's game, and he he's he's a magician on the floor. He had his first fifty point game. In no, oh, he had a fifty-point game. The first, 50 the first fifty-point game in a game seven in NBA history. And man, I just—it's—it's it's a tough loss for the Kings, you know, because the Kings had such a great season. This came almost out of left field. I—I I didn't expect them to be anywhere near being uh, yeah. this level I mean, of success. The three, the three seed? No, no fucking way. If you would have told me, like playing, maybe. If you would have right. told me at the beginning of the season, hey, the Kings are going to take 
the defending champs, the Golden State Warriors, to seven games in the first round. The Warriors will win, but you took them to seven. I would be bummed, and I was bummed, and I still am bummed. It's going to hurt for a while. But how many teams, and we were talking about this earlier, how many teams have taken the Warriors in this run to seven? I can only count two. I, I think it's the Thunder when they were up 3-1, and they went seven, and the Warriors won. I believe that is the only three times. Well, I think, ironically, they went seven twice in 2016. Right, back-to-back, back, boom, boom. I think that's the only time. Yeah. Or the only two times. So you're telling me the young the young Sacramento oh, Kings. Oh, you know what? No, it's okay, because the Rockets took them to seven. Oh, that's right. Yeah, so that's four times. Yes, okay. I, I don't know why I forgot about that, but, but yeah, still, Rockets. Yeah, But good. still, that's literally the only other times. But all those teams, I would say all those teams, at least on paper, are much better than what the Sacramento Kings were this year. Yeah. It's 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 tough. It's tough. But I will say this: it took Steph Curry arguably to have his best game of his career for yeah, the King, for, for the Kings to beat him. Yeah. And and the Kings got they they lost big time. They lost by almost thirty. You know, Steph Curry, he pretty much said, "We're not. I'm not. We're not losing this game." Right. Because he, he was the only down. thing going for the, the Warriors in that game. I think we can agree on that. Yeah, I mean, I think. Uh, I mean, obviously, Kevon Looney. That was one of my other points. Looney, yeah, Looney did have a great series overall. He had what three twenty rebound games in this series, yeah, which crazy. is. It's, it's outrageous. The Kings had absolutely no answer for that man. <clears throat> like, Steph Curry had such a good game in Game 7 that people are now saying that he might be the best point guard ever. Yeah. And he's a top 10 player ever. The only thing, though, is, like, I, I don't I, – I get that this will make you think of things like like that, but if you didn't already think he's the best point guard ever, I don't know that this should just cement that. No, I don't think he's the best point guard ever. I do think he's two – and he's getting close. I mean, it's just on the offensive side. He's the best offensive point guard ever. Yeah, I think that's fair. Even though I know Magic Johnson was really good at assists and that is part of the offense. Yeah. But in the but, terms of making your like making shots, uh making your own shots, right. And scoring, he's the best to ever do. He is. And yeah, and I think also the what what Steph I know people say gravity all the time is probably an overused term, but like he attracts people to him just with his his known ability. Yeah. And opens up things for the rest of the offense. Yeah. And I just want to say man to man, dude to dude, <laughs> bro to bro. That was a hell of a series it to was. watch. It I'm was. happy that we were able to watch I think four of the games we probably watched together. Them, yeah. I'm also happy that it was it's just Things are looking up for the Kings. I hope Absolutely. this is. I hope this is not just a one-off. I mean, I, do I think they'll be the three seed again, or I, do I think they'd be lower? Do I think they can come back to earth a little bit? Possibly. It's fine. Yeah, I just want them to be kind of a perennial playoff team. Yeah, just be competitive. I think uh, De'Aaron Fox is definitely a centerpiece to build around. He surprised me. Like he, he's just so good at that mid-range pop shot. Yeah, and he, and he just quick. And, and he was in the threes too. He's just quick, man. If he could even refine his his shot even a little more, like be a high thirty percent three point shooter, that would even you know even make him that much more effective. Uh, Sabonis, a little bit of a letdown. In the I was kind though. of off on him, but I think that goes. I think you have to give the Warriors credit for having a good defensive scheme for him. Sure. Because you know I think during the series, or at least Game Seven, I'm like, dude, I want this guy off my team. Yeah. Get him out of here. He doesn't shoot, but the Warriors are a great defensive team. Or you know they've always been good at playing defense at the right times. Right. And Steve Kerr's really good at adjusting, and the team is as well. So I can't – he's a great – he's still a really good player, and he should still be on the team. You know, it's just me, you know, being in the moment, being like, I got to get this guy out of here. 
but do I think the Kings could get a a big man that can make a shoot a little better and maybe a little taller and get some more rebounds? Yeah. That's what the Kings the point of emphasis for the Kings going into next season should be we need to get be better rebounding and better defense. Yeah. Yeah, defense for sure. I mean, that's the thing is with Sabonis is that I I feel like he is very you could definitely upgrade on him. Like either get a guy at his position that's more athletic or get a guy that is a better or more of a floor spacer mm-hmm. offensively than he is. Yeah. I mean, he is a big body down there, but if you're going to be that guy, you can't let Kevon Looney own you in a series like that. And Kevon wasn't doing it offensively, but he was doing it on the, on the boards. Offensive boards. Yeah. And all, well, defensive, but offensive boards. Yeah, boards all, all, all together. I mean. What did, and, what did Kawhi Leonard say? Board man gets paid. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> and uh, I think I also noticed that he shot over 60% from the field in the regular season and was like sub-50 oh. in that series, which can't happen if you're going to be – if you if you want to be a championship-type team, you gotta you got to bring it in the playoffs too. And it's just the, – the way he plays the game, at least in that series that I saw – and I hate to say this word, but he's kind of soft. A, yeah, a little soft. A little soft, a little clumsy at times too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But the Warriors are really, the Warriors have always been really good at making clumsy players look really bad. Yeah. Like even even the game that they played against the War- or the Lakers last night, they made Anthony Davis look like a fool. Yeah, which we'll, we'll get into that series. I I thought that was shocking the way he performed. <clears throat> um, but I think uh, you you know what this this series kind of reminded me of when. Um, the Warriors played the Spurs mm-hmm. before they, you know, were on their championship runs. And, like, the Spurs kind of, like, they, they saw that the Warriors had them for a little bit. Mm-hmm. And they were like, yeah, we're, we're not yet. Yeah, young, exactly. Young yeah. Padawan. <laughs> that's, what of, that's what a lot of ra- the radio guys were saying, too. Like, yeah. it's just, this is just, this is how you go through things. You yeah. know, you got to go through this, this kind of turmoil. Right. And you got to lose a little bit, you know. Yep. You can't just, like. You can't just, yeah. You, I mean. I, I didn't expect the Kings to go to the finals. I thought maybe the second round was, you know, possible. Right. And we were that close. Or, you know, we were a half away because the second half wasn't the, the Kings' half. Right. I mean, what, what like, team goes to the playoffs for the first time and is just, boom, their finals-caliber team, championship-caliber? Ne- never. Well, I mean, I guess you could say, like, the Miami Heat when they got together. That's because they all went came together, you know what I mean? Yeah. Or the Boston Celtics when they all Yeah, got, but that's different. Like a team that's like, like a built, home, kind of like built, a homegrown. Right, right. Yeah. You know, hardly ever happens. Yeah. Hardly ever Pretty happens. much never. And also like, yeah, because Dwayne Wade was already on the team and he had plenty of playoff experience. <clears throat> so it's always a building process. And I I gotta say, it's just and this is obvious, but for me, Losing to the team that you really dislike a yeah. lot three times in the last two years, it's just, in, it's in hard and it, it builds character, right? Pretty dramatic fashion in all of those <laughs> it, series or games, you know? Yeah, well, because football is, you know, it's, it's, a, it's one a one game. game. And then game seven is essentially that. Yeah. You, know, but, you, you, you build to that point. You're yeah. like, because, you know, Sunday, Sunday morning when I was taking a shower, hungover as fuck. Getting ready to come over here to watch the game with Dylan and Katie's. Mm-hmm. Thank, thank you to them for letting us watch it over there. Right, again. Right. You know, I thought to myself, the Kings are going to do it today. <laughs> I was like, the Kings, they're just going to, they're, they're going to do it. I they're, kind of felt they're, that. They're going to shock the world. They're at home. They're going to do it. Yeah. And then what did I say as soon as we walked into Dylan and Katie's? I'm like, why do I feel like Steph's going to drop a 45 piece today? <laughs> and he exceeded that and dropped 50. Yeah. Dropped 50. So, 
I felt I, weird about that game for sure. I, I don't, I don't say this very often, but congrats to you and your Warriors. It was fun. <laughs> that was a fun hey, series. I'll take another seven next year as long as the Kings win the seventh game. <laughs> and what, what I'm going to say about your Warriors is they are – they just have this way of, in the playoffs, figuring it out. They, they, they look scary right now. The way they shoot the three-point three-pointer, the, yeah. the three-point ball – this is actually... It, it's just... It's always been so contagious. Yeah. Like, you're telling me Jermichael Green starting to hit threes. Like, you, that was you, huge. You can't explain it. You're, I'm convinced that you could put Steve Kerr in a Warriors jersey <laughs> and he would start hitting threes after not playing basketball in 15 years. Right. I can't they, explain it. They do have this ability, it seems like, to just knuckle down and, and they, get they it do. done. They yeah. do. I don't have to hear. <laughs> can't just rewind they, it. They just have this way. It's just... it's It's like... You know, I wasn't, you know, we were around, but we didn't watch the Bulls play. But was this anything like how the Bulls were? I mean, was it just like that? Like, you, you, couldn't, you couldn't doubt them. Right. I mean, yeah. the Bulls had a little more success, I guess, in, you know, obviously they had two three-peats. So, right. like, the Warriors have won back-to-back, and then they took a couple years off before they won last year or <clears> that. Yeah. But it's, when they're there, you can't count them out. You just can't. Even as a six seed, you know, they could have – a subpar season, which you might say is what they had this year in the regular season. Yeah. And now they're – I bet you they are the f- betting favorites to win the finals right now if you are to go. Um, I would – I think the Celtics are. Are but, they? Yeah, I think so. See, I don't – But I think this, the Warriors are like two or three. Lakers are really high right now. They should be. <laughs> the Celtics, I, if, they, if they go against the Warriors in the finals, I don't like their chances. You're telling me you're facing the team that beat you last year? And I know that might be a motivation. Yeah. I think that would be a hell of a series if they did it again. We'll see. We shall see. Uh, first round recap. Heat surprised the Bucks. Beat them in five. I know there were some injuries in that series. Giannis missed a game. Was probably not fully healthy, but we're not going to give him a pass because he only missed one game. And uh, they got ousted five games out of here. Knicks defeated the Cavs in five, which I did not see that coming. But, hey, Knicks tape. <laughs> <laughs> Katie, don't you regret not coming to the Knicks? <laughs> Uh, also, the Sixers, they swept the Nets. We already knew that. Celtics beat the Hawks in six. That series went probably a little longer than people expected. but Trey Young had his game. Yeah, I mean, and, and there was games that were winnable at the end for Boston that they let slip away, but uh, got it done in the end. Um, in the West, Nuggets beat the Wolves in five. Suns over the Clippers in five after losing game one. And then the Lakers beat the Grizzlies in six. So, as like, like last year, we kept notes of... Our predictions for each series. Yeah, I didn't get one of them right. So how did how did we score it last year? Did we just have to get the team right, or did we have to get the game and the team right? Game and the team. Okay. Because I got none of those right. Unless you want to give me Denver in five, but I had them beating the Thunder. Oh, I'll give you that. Will yeah. you? Yeah. Because we I, didn't know we didn't know who we were going to be playing. I said Denver beat. I said Nuggets over the Thunder in five, and they did win in five, but not against the Thunder. Yeah. I'll so give you that. give me that. I'll give you that. Okay. Cool. Did I get any right? I don't, I don't, I don't remember what you had. Yeah, I'd have to go back. You definitely didn't have the Cavs right. <laughs> no, I got that way wrong. <laughs> um, well, yeah, we, we kind of just kept we kind of kept score, and I think I ended up winning. I think you did, yeah, by one. Yeah, so I think I picked the Warriors. I must have had the Warriors in six. I think you might have the Warriors in seven last year. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah. Um. Also, a quick note: uh, this is the first time in NBA history that. Each of the each of the eight different seeds have advanced to the the second round. Oh, that's cool. So yeah, obviously, 
the Heat beating the Bucks was helped that because eight seeds don't beat one seeds very often. Um, but yeah, pretty crazy. It's been it's been a good playoff. Yeah, it's been interesting. I think the regular season was weird, so it seeded teams a little oddly. Like I don't like if if you ask me about this Lakers team being a seven seed, the way they played over the last two months. No, obviously. It's because um, they started out so bad. Right. I think, were they 2-10 and ten right. in the start of the season? The Warriors just kind of walked through the season. Even the Suns kind of walked through most of the season. Mm-hmm. Like They seem like more of like a 2 or 3 seed than a 4 seed. So, yeah. It's kind of a funny season. <clears throat> uh, second round. Uh, we should uh, talk about the picks we made, you know, when we made them for the second round. Yes, yeah. so we... We we didn't make we weren't able to make picks obviously the last show the podcast that we had right because I didn't start yet we took this weird <clears throat> time off so what we did for our round two predictions is at least what I did was I I picked each round for what I honestly thought I would have picked at the time yeah and it had nothing to do with what the rounds are as of now and I don't know what you're doing because we kind of talked about it I couldn't help myself but use the knowledge I already had. But I think, for the most part, I picked what I think I would have had anyways. Okay. That's fair. Yeah. So who do you got? Um, so, <laughs> no, I, to, I didn't write it down. <laughs> other than the text I sent you. Um, but I think I went Heat, heat and Six over the Knicks. Uh, Celtics and Six over the Sixers. Uh, Nuggets and Six over the Suns. And then I took the Lakers and Seven over the Warriors. Which you don't believe. <laughs> you can't. You can't. Last night made me feel a lot better, but... At the time, we hadn't seen a game yet. That's true. And that's true. I just, I, I really felt like, and like I said, we're gonna get into it in a second. But I really felt like the height advantage, and the, you know, just the flat out scoring ability of Anthony Davis is gonna be a problem. And it was and it for was. sure in game one. In one game. Yeah. So what I had was I had I had the Suns over the Nuggets in six. I'm being honest, clearly because Denver's up two zero right now. <laughs> right. Phoenix is up eleven in this game, but still a long way to go. I have the Warriors over. The Lakers in five, and that's very much in play, not as in play. <laughs> yeah, they got another win out, <laughs> <laughs> which is very possible. The way they played last night, yeah. I had the Knicks over the Heat in seven. I think that's very doable at this point. Knicks over the Heat, yeah, that's right. Even though I do think the Heat will probably win the series, and they, you know, playoff Jimmy. Yeah, playoff Jimmy. And I'm picking also the Celtics over the Sixers in six. Yeah. So, those are my predictions. Um, so, yeah, let's talk Lakers-Warriors real quick. It's tied 1-1. Game 1 was actually a really good game. Lakers well, kind of... Well, it wasn't, and then it was. Yeah, the Lakers were kind of actually in control, especially in the second half. And the Warriors went on a 14-0 run uh, late in the fourth quarter uh, to tie the game. And then the Lakers scored the final five points to win it. Um, Anthony Davis was huge, 30 points, 23 rebounds. Uh, the big question mark on the Warriors' side was really just the shot that Jordan Poole took at the end of the game. Which I thought was blown a little out of proportion, on, on, especially on social media. It's very easy to say as somebody who's not taking that shot to say, hey, just pump fake and take a couple steps in. My, yeah. so I think a lot of people were saying, why don't you just take Because there was somebody coming at him when he was taking the shot from his right side, I believe. Exactly. So He, he could have maybe thrown a pump fake, took a dribble, but you know that clock was already at 7. Who knows how fast the clock actually goes. Yeah. And I, know, I know time is time, but when you're in the situation... I'm sure that clock goes a little faster. I watched it so many times. Anthony Davis and Jordan Poole were the same distance from the three-point line. So if he takes a dribble in towards the three-point line, Anthony Davis is going to contest that shot. If he takes a dribble in towards the three-point line, Jared Vanderbilt is coming from his side and going to be able to contest that shot. 
So I think, you know, maybe it doesn't look great, but he was wide the fuck open. And he caught the ball in rhythm. He was having a great game. He hit six threes in the game. Jordan, Jordan Poole can hit that shot. He can hit that shot. Was it a high percentage shot? No. Maybe maybe 25 to 30% shot, but... It's just, there's only, there's only one, two people on the planet that can take that shot, and you're like, okay, yeah. Steph Curry and probably Damian Lillard. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. I didn't think it was as bad as people made it out to be. I really, like, especially, there was a lot of, like, NBA, former NBA players saying, take a dribble in. It's like, are you not watching the fact that he's five feet away from the three-point line, and so is Anthony Davis, and so is the other guy from him? So, so, so you figure if... Someone's going to contest that shot if he takes so a three. You're saying him and Davis would probably go to the three-point line at the same time, which would be a harder shot for him to take. It would be closer, but it would be more contested. Yes. At the very least. <clears throat> That's how I looked at it. I mean, everybody's got their own opinion. but You said that you thought this was one of the best games that you've seen Anthony Davis play. You know, I, I can't lie that it, and pretend like I've watched a bunch of Lakers games this year or even in the last handful of years. But what Thir- I do... 13-20 thir- is... No slouch. Oh, yeah. That's a great game. But I I just kind of remember Anthony Davis when the Warriors would play him when he was with New Orleans. And Draymond Green would just... Yeah. Maybe Anthony Davis would put up 25, 30 points, but Draymond Green would make it really hard on him. Which he did. Which he did two. in game two. But Anthony Davis made Kevon Looney and, and, you know, Draymond got himself in foul trouble, which was a huge factor as well. But he made Dr- Kevon Looney look like he was stuck in mud. And he, he literally owned the paint. For most of that game. Speak of the devil. Dame's in the house. Is it Larry or Kevin Johnson? Kevin Johnson, the uh, Sacramento uh, mayor, right? <laughs> yeah, he was, huh? Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, watching him dominate like that, I was like, I, if it's ever happened, it's been a long time since he's played like that, in my, at least when I've watched him play. You know, I, I know, I think, seeing that game, it's easy to think that because it's like you don't – I feel like you don't see Anthony Davis play – like at least in a big game like that, right? And a lot of the time I watch him, and he's like he's he, away from the basket. And it's like you're the biggest dude on the floor. What he played. He played that game like how everybody expects him to play all the time. Like like a Lakers fan would hope he plays at least oh. at least you know seventy five percent of the time, right? Exactly. <clears throat> like I imagine this is how Shaq played every one of his games in right. the early two thousand. Oh, like yeah. Oh, you're defending me. Okay, let's go. Yeah. <laughs> Good luck. Exactly. He literally Wait, should well, have that mindset of good luck defending me every game. He should. Listen, I get having confidence is tough. I'm right there. Yeah. But, I mean, this man is an absolute specimen oh, on yeah. the basketball court. He's, and he's unbelievably skilled around the basket. The, I, I am glad, actually, that he doesn't take threes anymore because I thought that was a really stupid part of his game for a while. Yeah. I, I agree. Yeah. <clears throat> I would love – look at this, see, look at this game now. Five-point game. Look at the Nuggies. Like, I would love for the, obviously, for the Lakers to beat the Warriors, which I don't think will happen. Yeah. Just because I, I would love to see AD versus Jokic. I think Jokic would probably have the better of them. It would be interesting, though, because I don't think, and also, I didn't, I didn't mention this part of Anthony Davis' game, but he was amazing defensively. Like, he affected a lot of shots around the rim, blocked a bunch of shots as well. It was a lot, of, it was, he blocked a lot of shots that would have been baskets against the, uh, in the Kings series. Right. At least what I've seen. Yeah, no, no, that's a good point. Yeah, because the Kings didn't really have much rim protection. No, no. And the Warriors kind of lack that as well. But uh, I also, yeah, I don't know that I've ever seen him play that effectively. Yeah, he played great. dominating defensively like he did. He played great. Yeah. Uh, game two, he was kind of a no show. Eleven <laughs> points on eleven shots in thirty-three minutes. Good news for the Warriors is if he plays 
good every other game, the Warriors still or the Kings or <laughs> the Lakers will still win the series. Yeah, excuse right. me. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's it's gonna be interesting to see what happens when we go back to LA. Um at the crib. At the crib. <laughs> uh Ooh. but yeah, I I mean yeah, I think it just to harp on the point, A D just needs he needs to be more consistent. Yeah. Yeah, you know what I felt bad for yesterday? Ethan Ethan, <laughs> Ethan Meltzer. He went to the game and I'm like I know, poor Ethan. Damn. Yeah. He, he was close to the he was close to the top. Yeah. And I'm sure those tickets still weren't cheap. Yeah. And gotta see his team get smoked. You think he stayed the whole game? Um he seems like a guy that would, or at least to like <laughs> the funny thing though is the like deep reserves played the last like eight minutes of that game. Yeah, Tristan Thompson got some fucking run. <laughs> yeah, I mean Steve Kerr had to take a timeout with like four minutes left because none of those guys ever played nine minutes in a row. <laughs> He's like, oh yeah, these guys need a breather. I can yeah, tell. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, game two sucked. It was not good. I mean, but it, was it was great was, for the Warriors. It was a it was a classic Warriors game two off a loss though. Yeah, bounce back, bounce back game. Yeah. I think I saw the stat that I saw from Nick Wright was that every every team that has lost a home game in game one. Oh yeah, has is, won is sixteen or fifteen and zero. Yeah, in game two. Yeah, I saw that too. That's an incredible stat. That's pretty fucking crazy. That's an incredible. Well, yeah, stat. the Celtics did that just the other day too, to keep yeah, that streak going. I, yeah, yeah. I, I just how that works is. Those NBA scriptwriters are pretty good. <laughs> it also tells you too, like it's not easy to beat a team on uh, on the road no, in, in the playoffs. No, not two in a row. <clears throat> Especially so, if they're a higher seed than you. Uh, game three tomorrow. They're playing every other day in this series. Yeah, it's going to be uh, interesting to see who is the more durable, more well conditioned team. I think that's what it's going to come down to. I'm going to tell you this right now. This series is going to be at the least. Tied going back here to San Francisco. I think they'll split. You think they will? That's my that's my feeling. Because we, we we know the Warriors. What what's their record of winning uh, road games consecutively series wise? Like oh, twenty right. something. Yeah. yeah the yeah. Warriors are going to win one of these games. I would bet it'd be tomorrow. I bet you. I, I can just. I hope so. <laughs> That'll I, make I, me feel so much better. <laughs> I can see them just going on a three point flurry, and the Lakers cannot hit shit again. And maybe the Lakers will get game four. But it would not shock me in the slightest if this series is 3-1, coming back to San Francisco, and my my Warriors and Five is looking pretty. <clears throat> yeah. Very pretty. If, if it's 3-1 going back here, the series is done. The Lakers will not win Game 5. LeBron has beaten the Warriors in Game 5 before, down 3-1. <laughs> this is different. <laughs> and also, LeBron James, I love this man to death. <laughs> I've never met the man, clearly. <laughs> I don't know him. But it's just... It's it's weird watching him play the game now because he's just he, he's he's clearly not the force that he wants. I'm glad you brought that up. He's he's clearly not the force that he has been. And I get it, he's 38, year 20, a lot of miles, but still in great shape. But he is not even 2017 Cavs. I'm like I won't say 2011 Heat because that's yeah. a different breed. Right. But he's not even 2017, 2018 Cavs. It's it's honestly very interesting to watch him play now because especially if you watch game one, he he doesn't even pretend like he's the guy. No, he's just like you know what I'm gonna survey. I'm I'm gonna be kind of a decoy. Mm. Uh, like he had a couple plays where he came off uh, off you know back cuts. Um, he's he's more of like a slasher off the ball now. 
and he maybe make a play if he gets the ball in a certain spot. But he's not like, give me the ball, I'm going to run no. point and attack no. the basket. He did that a little bit in the first quarter of last yesterday. And but it's, it's it's weird because I mean I guess I haven't watched a lot of Laker games this year, but he just doesn't he doesn't even look like he's LeBron James. Well, I almost want to. <laughs> it it made me think because of watching him that I want to bring on Ethan because I think he does watch Lakers games course, and ask yeah, him guarantee. Yeah, and ask him what he thinks about the way LeBron plays the game nowadays. Yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah, I like that because it is it is interesting to watch a guy that we, you know, he is. Our generation's, you know... Michael Jordan? Yeah, or, he's... Yeah. Essentially, right? I mean, you know, people say Kobe. And, and it's just very interesting to watch LeBron James. Plays LeBron game. James was a better basketball player than Kobe Bryant. Oh, yeah. And just, like, people that want to argue Kobe over LeBron. And Kobe was great. Kobe's Ultra a, competitor. Kobe is a top 10, top 15 guy. Kobe is a Michael Jordan replica, just not quite as good. No. Yeah. Because I don't want to play... I don't want to say poor man's because that... No, no I'm not going to put... No. I know what you mean. Because exactly that's disrespectful to Kobe. But Kobe is a poor man's Michael Jordan. He, the ultimate competitor. Yeah. I, I, mean, I, was like, I had something I wanted to say. If I'm a Warriors fan, I am happy every time this guy shoots a three-pointer. And yeah, he, that, like that fluke bank shot was... Oh, like, that was ridiculous. Well, well, it was ridiculous. It was ridiculous. But every time he shoots a three-pointer, I'm, I'll, I'll take that as a Warriors fan. He and has and been I, terrible shooting the three point. Unless goal. he has, unless he has one of those games which he could have in the next couple of games where he hits it pretty well from three. Yeah. But for, for right now, when he shoots the three, I'm okay with that as a Warriors fan. I think you can him and him and Anthony Davis for that fact. For that yeah. Matter. Well, AD doesn't really camp out there anymore. No. As he should. As he should. He doesn't right. need to. You know who I'm going to give props to is D'Angelo Russell. He's played really well, man. Yeah. He's playing really well. Way better, way better than I ever thought he was gonna play. Him, like speaking of like letting guys shoot the three ball, is he? He and Reeves are probably the only guys that I wouldn't that I would make sure I can test every time they get the ball in the perimeter. Um, but yeah, uh, Achimura, he's, Achimura can shoot it a little bit too. He can hit him, he can yeah, hit him. that's true. But not, but not, uh, but not like those guys. No, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's good. I think. I really don't. I don't know that I have the energy for seven games in this series, mm-hmm. but it just feels like it's going. It's going at least six in my mind. You think so? Yeah, I do. Well, and you know, depending on how this game goes, if you're you know a Warriors fan, like, do you want to go? Do you, you want to go seven again and then have to play maybe the Nuggets off a of five game series, maybe six game series? Yeah, Nuggets look because as of right now, this series is going six. You you want this series if the Warriors win to go as long as it possibly can. Uh, let him get rusty. <laughs> Well, okay, yeah, because it's always that. The only thing, though, is, to me, rust, though, is a little overrated because it might affect you for one game, but after one game, it's over, right? Yeah, I think that's true. Yeah. I mean, I, I think rust is a thing, but also rest is a thing. Yeah. Like, you want rest. I think, especially the Warriors being, not an old, old team, but older team, and then, and rest then, could be valuable. And then they're playing every other day, no matter what, from here on out. If they go seven every other day, and then yeah. they'd have to probably play two more days, two days after that. Right. Playing either right. the Nuggets or the Suns, it's not a situation you want to be in, but hey, at least you'd be in the conference finals. Yeah, can't complain about the conference finals. <clears throat> now the other series that are going on right now, we got Heat Knicks are tied one one. Game three is tomorrow, I believe. Should be. For some reason, I thought it was going to be today, but I, I missed that. For Knicks Heat, yeah, this should be tomorrow. Yeah, uh, Celtics beat the Sixers in Game three today, take a two one series lead. Si- game one, Sixers without Embiid. Won a pretty Dude, tight game at the end. James Harden. Yeah, 45 piece. That was surprising. 
I think it made people wonder, like, are the Celtics going to let this one get away? But they've come back with, with two big wins. They blew out the, the Sixers in game two. So if you're, if you're the Sixers, hey, we won the first game without Embiid. Do we play him? <laughs> well, yeah. It was kind of funny. Like, they, it was talked about, and then they decided to play him in game two, even though he wasn't fully healthy. And yeah. they got their doors blown off. Yeah. And they lost again at home today. Uh, we are watching game three still, the Nuggets and Suns, Nuggets up 2 nothing like we talked about. Yep. Um, I, th- I think, uh, do you, do you, I know you said Suns and six, but you think Nuggets got this one in hand for the most part? Playing a tight game right now, I think it's in the third quarter. Yeah, I would say the Nuggets probably win the series, give yeah. them a 2-0, 2-0 lead to be pretty bad if they lost this, yeah. but, you know, if Suns win tonight, then... It's, yeah. You never and then, know. then, you then they know. win the next game and they yeah, go back exactly. to Denver tied. Exactly. Home team wins every game. Like we said, the Suns have to win tonight. Yeah. They, they have, have to win tonight. They have to, absolutely. <clears throat> if you're a Warriors fan, who you want to play the Suns? I think so. Yeah, I think so. Um, if the Warriors win the series, yeah. obviously. I mean... Because the Suns, we've talked about, they don't have much of a bench. And I think the, the Nuggets are probably a better full... They got more like a yeah. They got like an eight man rotation. The Suns are like the Suns four have, man rotation. The, the Suns have a sexier team. <laughs> yeah, on paper. The, the Suns have four guys, and they just like reluctantly put somebody else on the court. Yeah. for the rest of the rotation. Um, contender rankings you have on here, possibly last one, because we always uh, last year. Well, I shouldn't say we always because it's only the second year we've done it. But last year, we um. We ended after or right before the conference finals, and we did that because we thought it'd be because you know if there's only four teams left, you just make your predictions from there, yeah, okay. which we'll do. Gotcha. I believe. Yeah. Okay, that's fair. Yeah. Oh, well, I'm glad it's the last one because mine's. It, it, the thing is, if if we get together around this time next week, we could maybe do another one. That's why I said last one question mark. Well, we can play by ear. Yeah, we'll play by ear. We'll see where the series are at. Um, if if like these series go short for some reason, maybe this will be the last one. But here we are. Go first. I want to see what you got. Do you want to go... Yeah, I don't want you to see mine either. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. Um, you want me to go... One, one through whatever. Number one, Golden State Warriors. <laughs> you, 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 you are laughing at me. But, okay, let, let me just ask you this. Do you think the Warriors are going to beat the Lakers? Honestly. Um, I'm, I'm really at a, at a coin flip right now. You're lying. I, I swear. Okay, I mean, okay. I felt really good about what they did last night, for sure. But the Lakers are going to adjust back, and they're going to have to... It's going to be a series of constantly adjusting within games and whatnot. So let me tell you this. When, when the Warriors win this series in probably six, maybe seven, maybe not five, like I guess. Yeah. Do you really think that if the Nuggets win this series, that the Nuggets will beat the Golden State Warriors in the, in the conference finals? Do you really believe that in your heart? Well, I, uh, I said, I, like, in my heart, I wouldn't say that. But I have said, I think, at least a couple times on the show, that the Nuggets, now that they're pretty much a full full squad, it, they should be the favorites. <laughs> they should, but... You know, you know what I'm saying, though? Yes, but I just... Like, why? they have the team. They've been, they've been through it. They've lost some tough series in the playoffs. Now is fucking time. And they, look, they got the fucking lead now. But you know, but you know what I'm thinking? How come, how come I think Kevon Looney is going to cook Jokic down low on the offensive boards? How come I think Steph Curry will cook Jamal Murray, and he will? You're telling me you think Michael Porter Jr. is going to stop Klay Thompson? 
No. Well, Mike Porter Jr. has got some. He's got good. some young legs. He's good. Or Aaron Gordon. You don't think the Warriors are going to expose? Well, Aaron, Aaron Gordon's uh, is almost a non-factor. <laughs> but no, but he's good. He's, he's a good player. But before what he does for the team, you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. And who's inside Andrew Wiggins? He's all of a sudden hitting three pointers at a very high rate. I think I'm, I'm just telling you. I, I, mean, I know. I know you're. I know you're pessimistic. No, it's just <laughs> the Warriors. You know what the Warriors are going to do? They're going to win it this year. And you know what they should do next year? Go fucking all in for the three P and then call it. Call it. Call it. Trade. Uh, trade Draymond for Katie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, well, get, bring, get the band halfway back yeah, together. Yeah. <laughs> um, number two for me is the Celtics. Okay. Number three is the Nuggets. Four Sixers. Five Lakers. Six are the Suns. I'm only saying that because they are down 2 0. It's going to be a little tough for them to dig out of this hole. Mm-hmm. And then seven, I got the Heat. And I have no respect for the Knicks at all. <laughs> Even though you picked them to win the series against the Heat. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> yeah. Our, our lists are not too different. I actually have the Nuggets at number one right now, up from number three. Um, like I just said, I think they should be the favorite. They are beating a pretty, pretty star studded Suns team. Pretty handily. Um, Celtics, I moved down to number one, and I may have switched this back if I had edited it. down to number two? Sorry, down to number two. I may have switched them back to number one after watching tonight's game, but I did not do that. Because um, I kind of felt like that series was also at a coin flip before watching them play a pretty good game today. Uh, got the Sixers at number three. They're up from number five. Also, probably should move them down, <laughs> but <laughs> timing didn't work out. Um, Lakers up to number four, Warriors number five. Uh, I moved the Suns all the way down to six. I think they're they kind of look like toast right now. They're not, they're struggling to win on their home court. Kind of got ran out the building on both games against yeah. in Denver. And then Heat, I got number seven. Because yeah, like you, I don't <laughs> I don't respect the Knicks. <laughs> I just can't. I like you can't see it. I, I I cannot see you, it. You can't see it. I can't really can see, see the can, Heat, but I got to give them some love because they're going to make it to the conference finals if they beat the Knicks. Playoff Jimmy. Playoff Jimmy. You got to give Playoff Jimmy some respect. Yeah. Can you see Jalen Brunson hoisting the trophy at all under any circumstance? What no. trophy? <laughs> exactly. Larry yeah, O'Brien. No, yeah, no. <laughs> no, no That's the only thing. Sorry, sorry, Knicks fans. I don't know any Knicks fans, but no. sorry. Not this year. I don't. I mean, with this roster, probably not any year. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you know, we're we're both not fans of uh, Julius Randle. No, not really. Or Julius, undersized forward who thinks th- thinks he can shoot a three point yeah, shot. Shoots like thirty two percent from deep. <laughs> <It's>, uh, <laughs> not really a recipe for championships. No. Last I checked. The Nuggets, huh? You really think so? I just, you know, the one thing I'll say if the Warriors play the Nuggets, I think it would be a long series, as it should be. I know I was kind of joking on the group chat saying the Warriors in five or whatever, but yeah. they'd have to be, it'd, they'd be on the road for possible four games. And the elevation, I know these guys are, you know, they're professional athletes and they got lungs like nobody else has. But playing the elevation has to it's matter. It's not easy. Bit. There's no way it's easy. It has to be, has to be, it has to be something. Yeah. And and the, and the Warriors, I know they're playing better on the road in the playoffs, which does not surprise me. Yeah. But they have not been a very good road team all season. Right. And I, I'm, 
this is not maybe a totally fair thing to bring up, but last year when the Warriors played the Nuggets in the playoffs, they didn't have Michael Porter Jr. or Jamal Adams or Jamal Adams, Jamal Murray. <laughs> they don't want Jamal Adams. <laughs> yeah. And I didn't feel like the Warriors just walked away with every game in that series. Like it was, even though I think it was only five games, maybe six, but I'm thinking five games. Um, it, the Nuggets played hard. You know, they they played them tough. So, I think if you put it, put the whole thing together, it could be a could be a tougher series for the Warriors. It's, if they it's get go, there. going back to the Knicks thing. I just can't see it because I haven't seen it. Well, I definitely see it more with Denver than the Knicks. <laughs> I just don't. Yeah, I I know. Well, it, it's it's uh, not not uncommon to say that I don't believe in something until I see it. You know. Yeah, exactly. I think that's how I feel about. That's why I think I put the Warriors number one in mind because. I know how this goes. I've yeah. seen this. It it may be different if like Denver kind of came out of the blue a little bit and dominated and won like sixty seven games instead of fifty seven and or whatever, and you know we're a plus ten point differential type team, but they're not that. Does Denver so does, does Denver deserve to go to the finals? Probably, but do the Warriors care about deserving? No, <laughs> no, no, they don't. You know, I think would be a fun finals would be Denver and Philly. You get Joel versus the Joker. The, to, to, the NBA does not want that, I'll tell you that. Uh, I think they would not mind it as much as you. I mean, obviously, Philly's a huge market. Denver's medium. Um, but uh, both of those guys are big faces in the NBA. The NBA wants Warriors Celtics again. They want Warriors Celtics or Lakers Celtics. Or Lakers Heat, maybe. Lakers Heat wouldn't be bad consolation either. I think I think they want, for sure, they want either the... Lakers. The they Warriors. want any and pretty much anybody but the Nuggets. Yeah, because they would take yeah. the Suns, like KD and yeah. Booker in the finals. Um, but yeah, Lakers or Warriors would be ideal for the NBA, and then Celtics for sure. Celtics or Sixers, I think. Yeah. yeah. Oh man. Well, we really churned this one out. <laughs> we we're talking right now like we haven't talked in like a this, week. This and pretty yeah yeah That's, exactly. I have no problem with this. So this is a real episode. Right this here. is a real episode <laughs> right here. Drinking Negras. I love this. Oh, yeah. What time is it? It is... He don't like you mean it. That was easy. It's time for last call. What are the Giants looking at right now? Uh, Well, I've heard a lot of cheering. 5-4 Giants, middle seven. So we, uh, see if we can flip it on real quick. I'm convinced your mom's just yelling to try to make it seem like she's on the podcast. <laughs> Um, so I'll go first on last yeah, call. Yeah, do it. Hit us. So do you, are you aware of uh, who Matt Mayoko is? Yeah, he works for NBC Sports. Or no, for the Niners. Something like that. Yes. Yeah, one of the two. I think he's like a Niners. Oh, he's probably not a beat writer, but he works for the Niners. And he was on Murph and Mac. And he, they, he was talking about Sam Darnold. Mm-hmm. And Matt Mioko said, Sam Darnold might be the best thrower of the football that the Niners have ever had. Yeah, I think I did see and that. And I want... Uh, I I thought that you'd already have heard this, and I just want to hey, just just what do you think? What do you think about that? That to me was just that was juicy, that was juicy. Uh, I, I I never saw Joe Montana play. I never saw Steve Young play that I remember. So I I don't really know how good of a thrower of football that they were. But they're both in the Hall of Fame. They both won MVPs. Both won Super Bowl slash Super Bowls. Yep. I know it doesn't mean you have to throw a pretty ball. Yeah, I think Sam Darnold's sub five hundred quarterback in his career. Is that right? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, this man hasn't even played a regular season down for the Niners yet, and you're already <laughs> not even this? a preseason down for the Niners. <laughs> yeah, so I just, I just want to know your thoughts. 
uh, I am not taking the bait. That's what I'm going to say. Why would you? I think that sounds fucking ridiculous. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm not buying it, Matt. <laughs> but nice try. Thanks for the, uh, thanks for buttering the boy up. Gonna make him, make the downfall look even, you know, sweeter. <laughs> and I hope there's a downfall, let me tell you. <laughs> let me tell you. Uh, I think the only thing I really got is that, uh, you know, PSG, not great news, but, um, Messi decided to skip out on a practice recently. Did you see that he apologized for it? He did apologize, for, but... For what it's worth, he apologized. But between that apology and him doing that, there was an announcement coming out that he is not going to return to PSG this summer, or next for next season. So, peace. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> That's not the end of the episode yet. We're almost there. You know but, what I got to say? We saw that motherfucker live. It makes me so much happier that we went and made it made it happen this year. Yes. It still amazes it still amazes me that that actually happened. Right. Like whenever I see Messi's face now like on Bleacher Report or you know any kind of Instagram account, I'm like, dude, I saw him with my own eyes. That's my boy. <laughs> I saw him with my own eyes. Yes. Live. He's he's got to be the most iconic athlete I've ever watched play his sport. What about you? I mean, uh, I mean Barry Bonds. Barry Bonds would be in that conversation. Yeah, he'd but have to be. he's also like got the asterisk next to him. Yeah, I mean it has to be messy. I mean worldwide for sure it's messy. Yeah. I mean I guess I've seen. I mean I saw Steph Curry play in a Warriors game like ten years ago. Yeah, Steph Curry would be up Steph there. Curry's in KD yeah. worldwide. I never saw KD play, but yeah. yeah. I mean I saw. <laughs> you'll laugh, but I saw Brett Favre play pretty. I mean he's not. Oh, that's I saw cool. Brett Favre. That's actually really cool. I saw him at the candlestick. Yeah, that's right. I forgot about that. Sorry, I said I said the candlestick. The I saw him at the candlestick. <laughs> so that, that's pretty. That's all I really have when it I'm comes to. I think of like. Big time football players that I've seen play. I mean, most of them are relatively recent, you know. Yeah. Patrick Coolos. <laughs> Be Willie. Be Willie. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's not. Uh... And I mean, Mbappe is probably going to be a, a legend when it's all said and done. I Kyle Larson when we saw him <laughs> two years ago. Nice. <laughs> talking talking nice car. <laughs> uh, no, but it's messy. Yeah. On, I mean, it sounds crazy, but I put Steph up there too because Steph is is a worldwide he is yeah an athlete he is yeah especially like you know what the Warriors have become as far as a national nationally known organization. Not yeah. everyone, not everyone can be like Dylan and see Game Seven of twenty sixteen when it's just like yeah it's LeBron James so yeah I got LeBron Kyrie Steph. Clay, Clay you see, like, Draymond, all on the same court. Six Hall of Famers on one court. <laughs> yeah. Kevin Love. And then a Hall of Fame coach. Yeah. Uh, David Blatt. <laughs> or no, Ty Lue. David Blatt was gone. <laughs> yeah, David Blatt. Way gone. Was... Yeah, it's, it's messy. I don't, I don't know if, if it'll... Ever... Yeah, it's going to be hard to top that. Because who would top that right now? Like, oh, like, if you saw Mahomes play? Yeah. And he's not even... Not global yet. Yeah, I mean, he's sort I mean, it, he's it depends on what you think that, you know, the rest of the world thinks of American football. I'd have to say, I mean, LeBron, if we saw, if I saw LeBron. Like, yeah, Le- LeBron rival. would be up there. But it's messy. The dude, yeah. the dude just won, like, I remember when we were there watching, watching the game, I was thinking to myself, this dude just won the World Cup. Yeah. Like, two months ago. Right. Or, like, a month ago. I think that makes it even cooler. Like, he, he got what he needed for his career. 
just you know just a few months ago yeah yeah that was that was cool every time I see Messi I'm just like dude <laughs> we were in the same arena yeah. together <clears throat> and you couldn't score a fucking goal for us <laughs> I know that that is I mean I know we got like the the semi taste of it but uh, yeah, I know man <laughs> an actual goal would have been real. It's all right, though. It's all right. That's that's the risk you take when you see sporting events. Especially a sporting event like soccer. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm glad we got this in the books. Yeah. Um, Maybe we'll try to get an episode going next week. I don't know. Yeah, we'll we'll try. Yeah, maybe Thursday. Thursday, yeah. Yeah. I definitely don't want to do it on Monday. (laughs) Uh, Probably not. Probably not. (laughs) But uh, maybe I'll post some stuff on uh, ISR Instagram with the game tomorrow. Please. I'd love to see it. I'm not I'll, gonna be I'll, there, so I don't I'll see uh, it. crop your face into the pictures with us. <laughs> just bring, just bring like a fat head yeah. of my face. That'd be sick. We need to get those. <laughs> just, here he is. Yep. Don't forget, Rowdy Teles, All Star campaign. Let's go. Yes. All right. We'll see you next time. Peace.